the, the, the political backdrop to this is also, I mean, so the article mentions rent being, rent pressures being extremely high, right? So in a way, it's the Chinese Communist Party trying to preempt um, things coming to a head for the middle classes, I think, you know, rents are too high, uh, the cost of private tutoring is too high, which everyone feels obliged to pay because they're so competitive. Um, you have the kids maybe kind of dropping out and becoming super alienated. And so what was really interesting in the article is that it cites this uh, this this thing about the the CCP leadership self-consciously being aware that the Arab Spring was due to precisely a lot of these urban strains and that it exploded in this you know failed revolution in, in Arab states. And so it seems that the CCP is trying to ward that ward off that by um, trying to yeah, reduce some could. of these strains at the same time, at the same time also of being aware. And this is something I'm like, I, I, I'm personally aware of that the Chinese are look at the West and see the way that it has deindustrialized, the way that people are so atomized, the way that the living standards of the majority have dropped the populist uprisings and it's, and so on. And that they feel that they need to keep a tight uh, hold on things and not follow down the road of kind of Western degeneracy, which is very evident. Um, there's a reason that they have, they actually, I mean, this sounds like I'm, I'm tooting my own horn, but they've kind of republished and discussed in the, the Global Times, my Brazilianization piece. Like, no, I just think that's really interesting because they are like, oh shit, yeah, the West is really fucking up here. Um, we need to avoid that, right? Um, and I think it's this really is interesting. So you're getting, on, so you're getting on my ideas. Um, <laughs> it's actually really interesting. I just find that personally really interesting. <laughs> but little, little so of me, George, you know. George is, uh, George is right. Alex is coming out as a tanky and is uh, getting. I'm not. Getting I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting. I'm getting used by them um, against yeah. my. Against your will. Yeah. yeah. They're going, but don't worry. Increase well. Uh, listen, yes, and let, let listeners judge as to how far your uh, your views become more and more pro pro CCP over time. I suppose the only thing I'd say is to, I guess, to round this off is the, um, you know, I think, I mean, yes, that's what's said in the article is that it's provoked by anxiety on the part of the CCP, but it could backfire. You know, so this is the way they're trying. They're kind yeah. of in the process of overreaching, in an effort to kind of uh, control other problems. They repress some you know they kind of repress some other dimension and it could um in a kind of hydraulic way i suppose uh you know be pushed up somewhere else so they end up with kind of uh, their whole kind of system um of trying to increasingly control private life backfires it's funny actually this does in some way seem like a kind of middle class left liberal dream in the west what the ccp is doing right um kind of good guidance by the state on how to on how to behave on how to spend your private life but also ensuring that life is not too stressful that the state comes in and, and takes care of you but also in a very kind of repressive way with a lot of intervention in in private life it's the it's the pmc dream the ccp one one hour of gaming a day so yeah. you get the kids to shut up for an hour but they're not they're not they don't become a fortnight players or or whatever the, the bad thing to do is <laughs> yeah um okay so that's all very interesting we're going to obviously keep uh, trying to discuss more things about the goings on in in china um as as we go along and do from these a, from, uh, a, from a very neutral a very neutral very neutral view, not of course by alex's of course no um, i mean uh, like all i'm against is money. western degeneracy i have no uh my my uh, tail is not caught which is a brazilian idiom but you know i don't have any uh i don't i don't have any Your i don't have a party pre totally caught your uh, tail is totally don't talk about my tail. We'll be holding. Don't talk about <laughs> we'll my tail. Be... 
We'll be holding um, you to account. Talking, speaking tail. about catching tails, uh, Phil, Phil, tell us about your your article. Yeah, so good this segue. one is an article by a good segue indeed. So this is an article called Sales Funnels and High Value Men, The Rise of Strategic Dating is an article by Katie Cunningham from The Guardian, um, the 7th of August, 2021. And I have to say, hands down, this is one of the most interesting articles I've read in The Guardian in a long time. And what's interesting about it is it's um, very kind of the... Tell us what's in it. Tell us what it's about first. Yeah, well... So let me fin. I mean, let me let me set it up a bit because um, this isn't the normal kind of article that I would bring to um, uh, to these kind to our three A episodes. But it's about the rise of a particular kind of um, approach for women to dating, which allows them to kind of, I suppose, impose some sense of uh, control over this um, kind of time-consuming and frequently alienating process that has gone online so heavily as well. And I knew that it was the right thing to talk about because when I mentioned it in our um, listeners, when I mentioned it in our WhatsApp discussions, George immediately lashed back. And so I knew that there was going to be like, <laughs> a, he was felt threatened by this idea that women should do strategic dating. And then I knew that I had to champion no, actually, the cause of women. You, no, I actually just that I had to champion the cause. Hey, 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 men, this is not the time for men to be talking, George, so be quiet. So patriarchs to be talking so that I would champion the cause of women on BangaCast um, precisely because the men were threatened by it. So what it is, it's um, it's not just so there is a thing called female um, FDS, female dating strategy. And it is um, as well as an interview with an author called Rebecca Campbell and her book called 130 Dates and the kinds of advice that she gives about how to master it. What's especially interesting about it is that the so this female um, dating strategy it's a system of kind of um, heurist I don't know what you'd say kind of hacks uh, rules of thumb heuristics optimization I guess yeah there's elements of optimization there's elements of kind of um, of sales kind of of uh, pitches from sales and um, kind of sales analysis and how to deal with high volume turnover and so on so I mean you know obviously there's some of the bullshit of contemporary kind of capitalist society filters through but what's interesting to me about it um, and what I think and I hope the our listeners will be interested in as well is that it is very opposed to what they call liberal feminism by which they mean kind of um, you know um, well all Girl the academic kind, kind of, of yeah, but all the academic theorizing about it as well. So the kind of, you know, how to be a decolonial sex worker with your front hole on OnlyFans kind of articles in Teen Vogue. They're hostile to BDSM and the kind of normalization of BDSM, which they see as misogynistic. Um, they're hostile to porn and all the loser men that they end up dating who are totally addicted to porn and to particularly their kind of predilection for, for you know, for kind of um, soft violence in the bedroom, choking and spitting and hair pulling and all that kind of thing. Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash bungacast. We'd love to have you.